Welcome to Leveraged Lifestyle, the podcast that shares with you the mindset and skill set it takes for you to create your ideal leveraged lifestyle, whatever that might look like for you. Please welcome your host, entrepreneur, world record holder, and globetrotter, Catherine Turner. Hi there, it's Catherine Turner. Welcome back. I just wanted to share with you on this episode a way to build trust with your virtual assistants. Now, it's a question I get asked so often about how do you build trust? How can you trust team members who are not physically based with you? So I'll specifically be talking about our virtual assistants who are based in the Philippines, but you may also have staff members, team members who don't work in the same office location as yourself. They may even be virtually based, whether that's in the Philippines, India, UK. And it means that you want to be looking at their work, what they're up to, and know that they're actually uh, doing kind of what you expected them. I have a real thing that actually, you know, trust is a two-way street. And they're also trusting you that you're going to be paying them at the end of the month that you're going to have a business that helps support them and their family and their lifestyle. So it's definitely a two-way street, but I want to go into some really practical ways how you can build trust with your virtual assistant. And I'm actually going to be talking about eight different ways, eight different methods over the course of this episode. And I hope you find each of them really useful and you can implement with your virtual team. So one of the biggest challenges to overcome when running a virtual business or a a remote business is to have clients and VAs trust one another. So whether that's you as the entrepreneur, maybe you're listening to this maybe as a virtual assistant or a virtual team member, or you're listening to this as someone who's maybe hiring their first virtual team members, maybe their first virtual assistant. It's about how do you overcome that without having maybe ever met them in person. Maybe you've had just a a Skype call or a video call with them, but you've never physically met that person. Now, I do think a lot of what I'm going to share with you will also apply to any staff members or team members you work with who are physically located with you in your office or your home base or wherever it might be that you work from. And I think a lot of these will apply as well. Uh, It's just really useful, especially when you are working at arm's length, as it were, just through online communication tools that this can work for you. So how do you know that you can trust your VAs with your work, with your IP, with your business data? Obviously, they're going to be interacting with your clients and your customers. How do you know that you can trust they're delivering what you would want to be delivered? And it would be in a similar way to either how you deliver it or that would be in line with your business values and beliefs and everything like that. So again, making sure uh, you're doing that. Equally, handing over data um, and access to passwords and your banking information could feel very intimidating to start with. And equally, I know, uh, especially our virtual assistants that we work with, there's a level of responsibility for them as well, that they've got to feel that actually they're in charge and they've got that control there um, and they don't take that lightly. So how can you use technology to really help with this? How can you let your virtual assistant 
feel that your business is safe in their hands and vice versa. How can your virtual assistant let you know that your business is safe in their hands? How can we do that? Well, technology really is here to the rescue. So like I said, I'm going to go through with you eight different ways that I think will really help you to leverage and to help build trust with your virtual assistants and any of your virtual team members. And like I said, anyone who is even based in your office as well. So number one is all about communication. So you can't trust your virtual assistant to get the job right if they cannot communicate effectively. However, you're very fortunate there are are so many effective software applications designed to help you. Apps like uh, Slack, which we use in our businesses, is a great way to help you create a, a virtual water cooler, as it were, for your virtual based businesses. Slack is a really extremely open-ended messaging app that helps teams communicate and collaborate in real time. Now, it's really key for us that our virtual assistants are replying back to us when we need uh, real-time information about uh, how they're dealing with customers, if there's an issue in our service accommodation business or in our Amazon business, and we want that immediate response. But we can also hashtag and and use different channels to make sure that not everyone within the business is seeing everything if it's not relevant to them at the time. So it's a really useful tool. I do love using Slack, the team do. And actually it was our virtual assistant uh, and executive assistant, Mary, who introduced Slack to us. We ran with it. We thought it was great. It really has been an absolute gem in our business. So number two, is all about respecting different time zones and time differences. Now, it can be one that's just very simply tough to manoeuvre without planning in place. So we have it that our virtual assistants work over what we uh, deem like a 24-7 time period. We have customers who we deal with in America. We also have customers UK-based. And again, it's making sure we cover that kind of 24-7 clock so that wherever they're based, we're getting times that work for them, but also times that work for us and our customers. So make sure that you set your VA schedule and add this to a shared calendar as well. So whether Outlook or Gmail, whatever you use in your business, so that you both know when your virtual assistant is working or available or they're off the clock and not working. So really key that you respect those time differences, that you know when they're due to be working, and they can communicate with you as in step one, that they're, they're ready to go, they're logged in and they're ready to start working in your business. Step three is all about safe keeping your login credentials and all of your passwords. Now, I know for so many people, it's really key about how much data they give to their VAs, how much they expose themselves in terms of their passwords, their login information. So again, you may feel very nervous about handing over your logins to your online accounts, uh, maybe your credit cards or bank details to your virtual assistant. But of course, you might be wanting them to do online purchases for you, travel bookings. And of course, that's going to need access to some credit card information or to some password and logins. So make sure you use a password management software where you will store your confidential information within an encrypted environment. So a tool like LastPass is uh, really useful and on Master Vault. And you can invite your VA to securely share some of the logins that they would need with you via a shared folder or offer to set up via your sharing tool of choice. So Again, it gives you that confidence that the information you're giving to them is all encrypted, it's safe and secure, 
And you can use those tools like LastPass and MasterVault uh, to help you keep those login uh, passwords and credentials safe. Number four is all about collaborate on important and confidential files. So you can use file sharing uh, sites and cloud-based ones like Dropbox, that's what we use in our business, and share any important files using a link. But you can also remove any access to the file if ever your VA was to leave, move on to a different job, or had to you know, leave the company. It can also be a foolproof uh, backup that you can have in place that any data you share with your VA will be securely backed up should anything go wrong their end. So again, using these type of sites no, means that you are already gonna have the backup information, the confidential files uh, that only they need to access and set up your sharing rights as needed so they can have access to the right tools, um, files, information that they need to help operate your business, but they don't have absolutely access to everything. Really, really key when thinking about setting up access for your virtual assistants. They haven't basically got the entire operations manual for your whole business. Really, really key. Uh, something we we clarify and make absolutely key in our Life Leverage online masterclass as well with our, our clients that we work with there. So, you know, not handing over the whole keys to the business all in one go to your brand new virtual assistant. That's not what it's all about. So step by step, bits at a time as well, as well as using these keys tools. So step five is all about keeping track of the tasks they are doing by using a software, a project management or task management system like Asana or Trello. Asana is our preferred one of choice. And everyone can then communicate about the projects, see progress, and this software facilitates transparency as well. It's also gonna simplify any collaboration. And as teams successfully work together and execute those processes, they're gonna develop an even deeper level of trust. So as soon as you know that you've put a task on there, your VA can see it, you know they've ticked it. Yep, I've seen it. If there's any clarification points, you can do that within the software system as well. So it's all collaborated. All the information you need is within there. So, you know, with technology like Asana or Trello, employees can really feel a greater sense of accountability. They can visualize how their output is impacting on others within your business and your business. And of course, help better manage their deadlines as well. So I love the fact that we have our executive VA, Mary, she looks over and manages all our virtual team's tasks on Asana. We get an update via Slack every uh, week about how many tasks have been added, how many have been completed, how many outstanding. And actually, it's just a really nice way to be able to see how much the team are getting done without you really even having to be involved at all and really see how your business is growing and moving on day by day just through a simple you know, screenshot of how much has been done within your task management tool like Asana. So I absolutely personally love that. Number six is all about reliability. So looking professional by using a time tracking tool that can allow you to track their time as you go and allocate it to different tasks. Now, personally, I'm not a fan of using anything that's essentially kind of spying on them. There's there's a few different tools out there that is literally kind of watching what their screen is doing, how they're using their time. I personally don't think that's a great way to build trust. That's my personal opinion on this. However, however, you can use tools like um, Toggle, T-O-G-G-L, and this can actually run reports for your VA that they can share with you at the end of the week or the month, whatever you need. 
And this will actually look a lot better than any manually produced spreadsheets or no evidence at all of kind of what they've been working on, how they've been assigning their time. So I actually quite like where they can assign what task they're doing when, they can see how long it's taken them to do a task. Is it maybe longer than you had assigned to them or your expectation of the task, how long it's taken? So I'm not necessarily one for watching their every move, but actually something that's going to help them not necessarily have to fill in spreadsheets all the time, but can kind of track the time of when they started a particular task and when they finish. So Toggle's a great one that our VAs have actually recommended to us again. Uh, that's what I love, this whole collaboration and working with our virtual teams, that they bring new technology and new ideas to us as well. So, hey, great use of your VAs is to actually get them to do kind of research into new tools that they would like to use and that would be really helpful in the way they work. So uh, Toggle uh, has been suggested here. So Let's move on to the last two. So the last two bits of technology that can help you build trust with your VA. So the onboarding process and your company's standard operating procedures. So with the help of a tool like Process Street, you can set up your VA's onboarding process, an overview about your company and create recurring checklists workflows and those standard operating procedures in seconds. Now, again, uh, one of the things we do for our clients who work with us on our online masterclass is actually provide all of that up front. So all of the operating uh, procedure, templates, documents, all our onboarding documents for our VAs, how we've done all of that, we uh, work with people on that. So you don't have to invest in this other technology if that's not uh, for you. But again, it's something that people know they need for their business but it's more about they know they need it, but they kind of want someone else to do it. But it's nice to know uh, that someone else who's been there and done it and has made it work and it's working with their VAs. So making sure you kind of tap into things like that is really, really important. We didn't have an onboarding process when we hired our very first VAs and it really showed. <laughs> it, you know, we, we had all sorts of um, issues where, you know, didn't have the right passwords, logins you know, a kind of overall vision of the business and how their role impacted on that. That's so important. You know, you do it for your staff who are based with you. Why would you not do it for your virtual assistants who are based abroad, who kind of need even more of that stuff? So really, really key as well. So finally, number eight is all about the contract. So, you know, make sure you do have a non-disclosure agreement ready for your VA to sign when you onboard them as part of that process. It's going to forbid your VA from sharing any sensitive information with other parties, you know, maybe someone they might work with afterwards and ask your VA to sign it using something like Adobe and then can send it back to you. Uh, you might also want to consider as part of your contract a trial period. Typically, maybe 30 days is long enough to know whether this is going to work for you and for them. By the way, this is like I said, this is a two way street that actually you know, can you work together? And if you're not quite sure, and maybe they're not quite sure, you could always extend it to maybe 60 days. You know, if you've got especially complex systems or tasks, or, you know, just a very complex business to understand and for them to get their head around, give them time to do that. You know, don't expect miracles from the beginning and make sure that you've given them all the access they need or the documents they need or the files they need. So it's really easy for them to start getting their head around uh, your business and how they particularly will help build that business and how they can feel valued in that business as well. So of course, at the end of the trial period, you can then work out a longer term arrangement if you're both happy. And look, this is about 
you both being happy, building trust, like I started with the two-way street there. And the most critical aspect of the entire hiring process is to manage expectations as well. You know, you need to be as clear as possible what you expect from your virtual assistant, both in terms of performance, in terms of things like responsiveness and any turnaround times as well. I think, you know, one of the key things for us is that actually maybe we expected too much at the beginning and being really clear of how you want to communicate. If something's not happening on time, if the VA is struggling with something that they can actually feel like they can come to you and it's not going to be an instant dismissal or something that that's really key as well, that you have an understanding and an empathy there, because hopefully you've done a lot of the roles in the business that they're now looking to do for you. So look, nobody can teach you how to trust, you know, that is something that will overall come with time. These technologies, the tools I've gone through with you today, it's all about helping you with that process. You know, when you find a VA, especially a good VA, make sure you set aside time to onboard them. You know, VAs are very magical. I think they're great. But look, they can't read minds. They can't just, you know, pick up with no information at all. Uh, really do help that. And also trust your VA to also guide you. We have learned so much from our VAs through having them on board from letting them have a two-way street, giving feedback both ways. One of the other things we do, as well as a constant review and management process, and that's not necessarily for today, maybe another episode, is actually making sure there is a way for them to give us feedback, uh, as well as us giving them feedback and making that a formal process as well, so that they know each quarter, they're going to have a survey and that actually, you know, they get to say how they can help a business, how they think they've helped our business already and all of that part to it as well. So look, I really want to just share with you that I think VAs are great. I think they're a massive asset to our business and I think they can be to your businesses as well. I hope some of those tools have been really useful for you to help you build trust with your VA. And like I said, most of all, you know, you can't teach this. It will come and build over time. You'll get to know your VAs, how they like to work. They'll also get an understanding of how you like to work and how to be communicated with. And I think that's super important not to just expect it overnight. So give it time build the trust, but also listen to your instinct also along the way. I think instinct is, you know, a really useful tool in business and in life. Trust your own instincts, but give some trust to your VA and let them guide you as well. And remember, look, there is no better time than now to start creating your leveraged lifestyle. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. 